listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach. Rodney Payne, super excited to be with you again this week as we continue to bring our podcast, Speaking with One Voice, the podcast designed with leaders in mind. We want to grow, help to grow you and your leadership team. Please do me a favor, if you're not doing so, follow us at Rodney R. Payne, all of our social media at Rodney R. Payne. Uh, our YouTube channel is there, our website, RodneyRPayne.com. Uh, we specialize in helping you get from where you are to where you want to be. I help uh, overwhelm successful entrepreneurs to gain crystal clear clarity so that they can uh, receive maximized, obtain maximized productivity and efficiencies while maintaining a work-life balance. I have a free gift for you on my website. I'd love you to go by and pick that up. It's a free gift, RodneyRPayne.com. Grab your free gift today. And if you have any questions or on how we might be able to serve you or your organization, please feel free to DM us at any of our social media sites or visit RodneyRPayne.com. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Thank you for adding value to yourself and your team by taking advantage of this particular opportunity. Please like this, rate this, and share this as we continue to try to grow our influence and our reach as it relates to podcasts. Listen, I want to take the time to talk to you today for just a few minutes about uh, take score. I want you to take score. Uh, when I, I think about this, uh, as we are off and running in a new year, before you know it, we'll be turning the corner of the first quarter, and we need to learn how to take score and learn the significance of taking score and perhaps the proper way to take score. Uh, think about it from this perspective. When you think about taking score, have you ever heard the saying, uh, winners find a way to win and losers find a way to lose? Another very similar quote is winners find a way to win and losers find an excuse. Now, I really can't tell you who made those quotes famous, but I've heard both of them for quite some time. And it's really interesting to me that these quotes uh, talking about winning, uh, they talk about winning and they talk about losing. They talk about excuses, but they they are interesting, but they mean very little without attaching some type of definition to uh, winning. A common definition of winning is finishing the race first or perhaps to gain victory or to be successful. As a leader, a, a good working, working definition for winning is to successfully achieve your goals. So when you think about winning versus losing, as a leader, uh, at the end of the day, did I, was I successful in achieving my goals? Did I have real goals? Or, or is there a way that I can quantify if I moved the needle at all in my process? See, there's, the problem is there's really no way to know if you have successfully achieved your goals as a leader unless you take score. I know that that we have gotten caught up in the 
uh, week-to-week activity, the quarter-to-quarter, the month-to-month, the annual, the biannual thought process of looking at numbers. But do numbers really tell the whole story about your success? Uh, There are many behaviors and processes that you can put in place along the way that will truly move the needle in your organization and make you a winning organization but it may not show up in your numbers immediately. So if all you're looking at is your sales numbers or your uh, profit numbers, you can oftentimes miss success. So when you take score, it helps you to get a better, a more clear picture of how we're really doing. So there's a few things I want to talk to you about when we talk about taking score. I get it. Winners find a way to win and losers find a way to lose or winners find a way to win and losers uh, make excuses. I I get that. But I would, I would really get, try to get you to think from this perspective. Can I, can I offer this? That leaders find a way to lead successfully. Leaders find a way to lead successfully. What I know about effective leaders is they don't make excuses. Leaders don't make excuses. Those who are effective leaders who have influence and they are using it in the right way, they, I'm not saying that they don't lose. I'm saying they don't make excuses. They also don't pass the buck. So leaders are not ever going to make excuses if things don't work out. And they're also not going to pass the buck to their team. An, an effective, successful leader, as a matter of fact, will protect their team until they can grow their team and position their team for success. They will not blame the team for taking the loss. So leaders find a way to lead. Are you a leader? If you're a leader, you're going to find a way to lead. Just recently in the past several years, we had a pandemic, which is still in some ways around. I get it. But but back in 2020, we, we learned that many business models shifted, many closed, many failed, many became irrelevant. And so we found that leadership came at a premium and leaders they were finding a way to lead. They were taking facilities or factories that were designed with one product in mind, converting them to become uh, production centers for other types of products because the market demanded that there was a need there. And so instead of uh, losing employees or losing money or, or going out of business, they were able to shift or pivot and put their business in a place to succeed because leaders find a way to lead. I want you to know that it doesn't matter what is before them, a leader will take their time to lead. What John Maxwell says is a couple of things I want to share with you. One is that leaders see farther and they see more quickly than others. So uh, a leader is able to see it ahead of time, therefore can ultimately make adjustments or corrections to get to the right play, to get to the right call, to get to the right scheme, to get to the right strategy so that they can get a, a win or find success. The other thing that John has been saying recently is that everyone deserves to be led well. Everyone deserves to be led well. Let me say that again. Everyone deserves to be led well. In our country, our um, businesses, we, we in the United States of America and even around the world, there are many places that have an evident, I mean evident, leadership deficiency. So what we're looking to do is help you to find a way to take score so that you can make sure that you are leading well and that you are winning. So you're listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. We're talking about take 
score. We want to make sure we're taking score uh, in this current year. Let me give you just a few things that will help you as a leader to take score uh, so that you can make sure that you are leading well and that you're finding success. Remember, keep in mind our definition for uh, leaders and to divine winning is that we say winning is to successfully achieve your goals. And so we got to remember that. Keep that in mind. As a leader, winning is when I'm successful at achieving my goals. That that's the that's a very big thing, and it's very important to us. Um, so so what we have to understand is that as we move forward, as we grow, uh, we have to first of all have a valid scorecard. Let's talk about that. A valid scorecard. There's no way that you can take score unless your scorecard is valid. For those of you who play golf, uh, you know that golf has a front nine, a back nine, or it's a nine-hole course, and they give you a score. And what they tell you is that at on this hole, it's a par five, meaning you got five strokes to, to get it in the hole, and that's how you score the card. Well, it would make no sense to have a scorecard or a situation um, where you where where you're you're not accurate on the actual scorecard. If you don't, if you're not scoring, so if you have a par four uh, uh, hole before you, but the card your scorecard says it's a par three, and it's actually a 400 yard hole, but the scorecard says it's a 200 yard hole, uh, you're going to use the wrong club. You you won't get there. You can't score it correctly because your scorecard is invalid. So I want you to understand that if you're going to have a valid scorecard, it must properly identify your targets. What exactly are we scoring? What are we doing from a a numbers perspective? What do we look for in a culture perspective? What do we look for in a productivity perspective? What do we look at from an efficiency perspective? So to have a valid scorecard, you've got to have targets and those targets can't be random. They can't be isolated. The targets must be clear. If you don't have clear uh, clarity as it relates to the targets that you're attempting to reach, how can you possibly score or measure if you're successful or unsuccessful? So, so when you think about this, is your scorecard even valid? Is it relevant? Did you just hit repeat and put your goals the same as they were last year, even though the climate has changed, even though uh, the business model has changed, even though your expertise has changed? Are you still shooting at old scorecards? It's got to be valid, my friends. You have to take the time. I know that that leaders want to move the needle. Leaders want to propel us forward and want to get to that next thing, and we want to win, win, win. But if we don't take the time to do the back office work that causes us to have a valid scorecard, there's no way we can get accurate measurements or outputs. Again, we have to have targets, and those targets must be clear and They cannot be clear without strategy. One of the keys of leadership success is going to be strategy, not just strategy that you use because it's random or or you've decided this is a strategy, but you have to have a vetted strategy. And dare I say, many of our businesses are not successful or are not as successful as they could be because we're too ready to go to work, but not ready to plan. We're too ready to work but not ready to research. 
We have to take the time as the leaders. There's no way I can have a valid scorecard if I don't have a valid target with a clear strategy, a clear path of how we're going to get there. Now, I have to admit, uh, researching a process or an idea or vetting it fully or trying it before going to market, it's not always the most convenient thing, but it always works best. You must beta your information. You have to test it. You have to prove your concept, and you have to be willing to take the time and the money to get to the right strategy. There's no way around it. You have to invest the time in developing your strategy. And when developing your strategy, you have to take the time to develop your metrics, your measurables. What are we going to measure within the strategy to determine whether or not we're successful? Another way of saying that is, how do we plan to take score? Anything that makes your scorecard, scorecard is working according to numbers. Therefore, if it's going to be a valid scorecard and you're going to have the targets, you're going to have the clear strategy, and you're going to have measurables, your measurables are quantifiable. There should be no, we want to improve in this area. We want to get better here. We want to grow here. None of those should be on your scorecard without further clarification. We want to improve in our culture by having less X. We want to buy this percent more. We want to see an improvement here. We, we want to add measurables to it. We want to get better in our efficiency by increasing our revenue by 2% based on our efficiency and what we redeem in time. How, how you do this is you want to make sure that it's quantifiable, that you can count it so that you can see that now I get it. Some people are numbers people, and we have people who are, are they're abacus people. They like the numbers, and some of us don't. But you have a team, and you have to have someone who's willing to get dirty in the details so we can know exactly where we are. How we can predict our future often is right in the data. We can see where we're growing, what's uh, selling best for us, what's producing the biggest return, or what we're losing money on. That That's why in the clothing, the retail clothing industry, there is a retail mark on a, on a cost of a garment, and it's put out at that garment. And then after you sell so much, you can't get rid of it. People do not keep garments in the warehouse. They get them out and they sell them at other outlet type places. But what they do is they move the merchandise because once a product has had its run, it cannot make you any money sitting in a warehouse, but rather it costs you money because it now keeps the space tied up. So if you're going to quantify that process, how long do we usually get our retail price? When we put a sale here, how long does that run before it slows down. And now when you have that, that data, you have measurables, you can develop a strategy that's going to allow you to move through all of your inventory at a rate that makes a certain overall product profit margin on that particular product. That's how you take score, my friends. Not only do you have to have a valid uh, scorecard, you have to have a regular consistent uh, way of scoring. Uh, you have to have a, a regular scoring system. 
Um, so so what, what that means, a regular scoring system, is, is first of all, we want to have proper intervals. Uh, the reason we want to have proper intervals or timing of taking score is because we know all sales periods, all productivity periods are not created equal. We, we know we have peak seasons, we have slow seasons, we have vacation seasons, we have holiday seasons, and all of these things factor in to our productivity. So we want to have intervals and timing so that we can better understand and have more usable data. It's critical that we understand the seasons, the ebbs and the flows of our business. There are times when I am actually doing business development looking to attract new clients. I am not always looking to attract new clients. I have certain times when I'm attracting new clients. What do I base that on? Well, I base it on a couple of things. When is the best time for my model to attract clients? Uh, I also base it on my bandwidth. Uh, how busy do I want to be? How much business can I handle and service my clientele with excellence? Uh, and then what about my life and, and, and the balance outside of my career? When will I be taking vacations? When will I be on the road? What I want to make sure is that I am doing everything I can to have my business set up with the right scoring system so that I know what my intervals and my timing are. Uh, when it comes to my scoring system, I want integrity. What I've learned in my 30-plus uh, year career is, is that this, you can make numbers say whatever you want them to say. You can make the numbers uh, produce an output that is favorable to you in any situation. What I'm telling you is when you develop your scorecard, you must have a scoring system, and that scoring system must be one of integrity. So we're not trying to make the numbers tell a story. We want to have integrity so that we're comparing apples to apples, oranges to oranges, and grapes to grapes. So what we're saying is we're not just going to have all the fruit in one basket. We want to be very specific in how we're quantifying the numbers. And so we cannot have a fluid uh, metrics. We can't have things that move up and down for our convenience so that it sounds better or that it looks better to our bank or that it looks better uh, when we produce this or we put this report out. If we're going to run our business by this, we must have integrity in our scoring system. And that can even go to a place of where you have audited numbers, you have someone come in and look at your books, you have someone come in and check your systems, but your scoring system, it must be consistent. It must have proper intervals. Are you a fiscal year? Are you a calendar year? Are you on a trimester year or a quarterly year? These are things that you need to work through so that your system produces the output and the numbers that you want to do. Now, listen, I only gave you two things to help you with this scorecard, but let me give you, there's time for just one more. One more is if you're going to take score, it requires a committed team. That's right, a committed team. Uh, why? Well, because you can't do all of the scoring yourself. You can't produce all of the results yourself. So you're going to need a team. And so as a leader, you want to leverage the skill set of your team to make sure that everyone is playing by the same rules, using the same scorecard, and using the same system so that we have continuity, we have consistency, we have culture, and ultimately we have currency. We have money that's going to flow as a result of our team. So I know it's a new year. I know that you are overwhelmed and overworked, but you must take time to take score. Winners find a way to win, while losers find a way to lose, or 
Winners find a way to win and losers make excuses. But leaders always find, what is it? A way to lead. Leadership, influence, nothing more, nothing less. Everyone deserves to be led well. You, my friend, are an amazing leader. I believe in you, and I know you can do this. Your brand is going to the next level because of your leadership. Keep empowering and equipping your team. Make sure that your team is committed, but they will only be as committed as you as the leader are. So you must be committed. You must be consistent. You'll produce a team of committed, consistent leaders, and what you will find is that this will be your most successful year to date. Why? Because you will win. What is winning? It is successfully achieving your goals. Listen, thank you so much for joining us this week on Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. It is always a pleasure to be with you. It's always a pleasure. Listen, I want you to go by RodneyRPayne.com, pick up your free gift, Pick up your free gift and let's see what what we can do with you and how we can help you. And we are here for you. I'm open for a few speaking dates as well. So if you'd like for me to come in and speak to your organization, please reach out via our social media platform at Rodney R. Payne or our website, RodneyRPayne.com. Listen, it's been my pleasure to be with you again this week. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Until next time, let's keep growing together. Listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would rate and subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.